The world is changing fast. And those that adopt modern investment strategies and digital assets will be the ones that thrive in the new economy. I'm your host, Robert J. Miller, and welcome to The True Money Show. All right, guys, I'm here with Robert J. Miller all the way from Miami. How's it going, my man? Going good, man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's uh, exciting times with another bull run coming up, crypto. Oh, absolutely. 2024 is going to be just insane, bro. Yeah. I don't know if people are really ready for it or if they understand what's going on, Yeah. but it's going to be a big run. I'm absolutely. pumped. Do you think this one will eclipse the last one? Absolutely. You yeah. got institutions knocking on the door, BlackRock Fidelity and all of the other ones that are kind of secondary to them, but they're all knocking at the door trying to get this ETF through. Yeah. And so by the beginning of January, boom, that cap gun's going off and it's a, it's a run for the races here. Absolutely. So what's typically been your crypto strategies when there's upcoming bull runs? Yeah. So there's a couple couple main things in crypto that I think if you haven't been through a cycle or two, that there's a there's a trend that typically happens where money goes into Bitcoin first, and then it goes into the alternative caps and yeah. alternative coins as you go down. So I love going into Bitcoin and just having a big portfolio associated there. And then all the gambling that I'm doing or whatever will go into those other coins and then shift back into Bitcoin. And so right. just knowing when to exit those based off of the cycles of capital and how it flows to the system, that's kind of what I look for. Overall. Yeah. So if you look at a pie chart, you would say Bitcoin is what percent of your portfolio? I would say it's about 40% of the okay. portfolio. And I think it's smart to have it that way because that should be your long-term holds. Like you shouldn't just be gambling on Bitcoin all the time. Yeah. I think you should just have a whole, a whole long-term strategy in your portfolio and then have a separate portfolio for the gambles and trying to get either more Bitcoin or yeah. just take out some profits along the way. I think the altcoins are where you see the crazy returns, though. Oh, yeah. And without any leverage, you can do 1,000x or yeah. 100x or whatever, which is pretty crazy. Nuts. Because um, in stocks, I mean, it's all penny stocks, and you have to have the liquidity there, and it's yeah. kind of hard to do. So I think this whole run is going to be insane. We're going to see a lot of projects pop for yeah. sure. Yeah. Is there any upcoming projects that you have an eye on right now? Uh, you know what? I've been really looking at Caspa. I think a lot of people have in the crypto space looking at that. Um, bit tensor. Uh, there's a few others that I know are staples that have been throughout the crypto cycles that tend to get volume. And those are good four to seven X's just kind of yeah. guaranteed. Um, but I think those two are some of the higher ones that uh, are up and coming in regards to getting market adoption and getting yeah. some traction. So when there's a hype cycle around them, they typically do better than a five or 10 X. Yeah. Guys, get ready for this bull run. Cause I remember waking up on some days during the last bull run and I'd literally wake up to like 20, 50, hundred K gains yeah, it's just insane. from sleeping. Like it was that <laughs> nuts. Like, and if this one's you're saying going to eclipse that one, cause I think Ethereum hit 4k on the last one. Yeah, I think it'll hit 12 at least on this one Jeez, for sure. Yeah, and Bitcoin hit 60 on the last one, right? 60, yeah, 67. I think that'll go, depending on how this whole BlackRock deal hits, I think it'll go anywhere between 80 to 110. Mm -hmm. um, on the high end, probably around like 150. Wow, yeah, that's exciting. I got a lot of Ethereum, so. I'm, <laughs> You're I'm like, pumped. I'm hoping for 12 I held the whole way down. All my friends, not all of them, but a lot of people got emotional, and this is the thing with crypto. Yeah. It's more volatile than anything in the world. Mm -hmm. So like, People get too emotional. They check their balances every hour. Even my mom, like she folded, like she paper handed her bags yeah. at a loss. And it's like, you got to have discipline. Yeah, absolutely. And, and also this is where like the level up of crypto is coming with these institutions coming in. People not understanding their cost basis or understanding that if I bought at 60K and I wrote it all the way down to 20, for example, yeah. I can buy it again at 20 and that averages out it down right. to 40. Michael Saylor. Right. Yeah, exactly. Everyone so you, called him an idiot. If you DCA through those cycles, your cost basis is lower. And yeah. with all of these institutions coming in, it's going to create a relative price floor because they're all buying it, right? Mm -hmm. So 
where you get this opportunity uniquely to kind of front run what they have going on. So yeah, no, literally everyone on Twitter was roasting Sailor the whole way down. He was buying, and mm-hmm. people were like, "This is either going to be the dumbest move of all time or the best." I think it's probably one of the best moves. I mean, Legendary. He's dude. already up. I mean, from here, it's just gains. Absolutely. It's crazy. Um, and the more you look into the dollar, the more you realize crypto might be better. Well, that's where I first started. When I was like 17, 18, I got into crypto. And I learned all about crypto and the depegging of you know the US dollar against all the different assets that we have. And I learned that before I learned traditional finance. So I went down this whole rabbit hole and it was kind of back then in 2015, 2016, kind of like a niche thing. Like a lot of people weren't really talking about it at that extent. And uh, I went down this rabbit hole and I came out looking like a psycho (laughs) at the end of it, dude. I was like, the whole dollar is going to crash. And so I think it's it's funny when people finally take that orange pill, as they call it, for Bitcoin. Yeah. there's no other asset that they typically love afterwards. Wow, so you've been on this wave early because I haven't heard of the dollar crashing until recently, but you were on it in 2016? Yeah, I mean, I was I was still like 19. I didn't think of it in macroeconomic terms and stuff like that, but I understood that, hey, the US dollar can get printed and this is finite. Like I understood at least that concept right. and then the power of being able to move money around without intermediate. Yeah. So that's cool. What's the safest way to buy and store crypto in your opinion? I think for long-term holds, the best and easiest way to store your crypto is through a multi-sig wallet and use a third-party custodian as the third key, like Unchained Capital, one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, not a plug for them. I don't have an affiliate <laughs> link. But uh, basically, if you have two sets of hardware keys and they have the third, in case you lose one or whatever the case is, you can have a multi-signature wallet mm-hmm. in order to approve a transaction. So nice. it's offline. You have some security and some safety. That setup allows you to pass it down generation to generation. And also with trusts and IRAs, you can actually play that game by having that structure. Yeah. Let's talk about how you made money to invest in crypto. What were some of the businesses you did along the way? Yeah. So I first actually got started in crypto. But when I made my first jump, I spent like 1500 bucks on alternative coins. Yeah. It pumped up to like a quarter million bucks. Damn. Within like three or four months. That's right? crazy. And I was like, what the hell? I'm 19 years old. I was just working part-time jobs and doing all this. And that totally changed my paradigm. Yeah. But the funny thing is that I had a lot of like constraint once that happened. I didn't know what to do. So mm. I bought a bunch of courses, invested in a lot of mentorships and masterminds. And that's how I got into marketing, built a personal brand around crypto, had my own courses, books, and all that stuff. Yeah. And then ended up actually starting my own agencies afterwards. Um, so it's been a digital marketing kind of uh, launch and catapult when it comes to how I got started. And then since then, I've just built businesses in the e-commerce space, agency space. Um, and now we even have our own trading algorithms and we're building that side of our business. And we have a fund in 2024 that we're launching. So nice. it's kind of spidered into multiple things after I learned marketing. Yeah. So talking about the fund, is it a crypto fund? Yeah, it is a crypto fund. So we have some proprietary tech in that, and that's our trading algorithms. Mm-hmm. Uh, 40% of our allocation is typically Bitcoin. Um, and then there's a allocation specifically for mid and small caps. So choosing different coins that might pop. Yeah. But then we have a trading algorithm that we use. And that's really the secret sauce for us. Nice. Yeah, talking about the trading AIs, because that's something I've been hearing more and more. How do those work? Yeah, so uh, the, a, the, the softwares have to be developed if you are going to actually purchase one for that particular industry. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of people will take a Forex algo and slap it on the crypto market. They're two totally different markets. One can do high frequency trading. The other one can't because the liquidity is not there. Yeah. Um, so specifically in crypto, because it's super volatile and there's not all this money in one place, um, that's why a lot of quote unquote algos from Forex or an equity strategy going into that don't fully pan out. Um, but algos, I mean, Ray Dalio just said it this past week, uh, that if you are not using algorithms in your trading strategies, 
it is archaic and you are incompetent, basically, wow. for not having this and thinking that the only decisions that can be made in trading should be in your head. Like yeah. You have to use computers and algos to find trends and make trades. And he's like the goat of trading. So for him to say that is pretty crazy. Yeah, he's got one of the largest hedge funds in the world. And again, I didn't say it. I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> I agree with you. So yeah. it, 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 makes, it makes sense. And he built his whole thing uh, for principles and his whole software and algo. So he's a product of the product with his thinking as well as for his funds. Yeah, it makes sense because you're not tying in emotions. It's just pure logic and numbers. Yeah, absolutely. And at the same time, too, like we just saw a couple weeks ago, there was a huge liquidation event that happened in crypto. And our algo had pulled out before that whole crash oh, wow. happened. I was asleep, dude. Like I, I wasn't <laughs> watching these trades and stuff. Yeah. And and it's just because crypto moves so fast and it moves twenty four seven that you have to have something to help you catch these trends or get out of certain things if there's a yeah. bad position happening. So that's cool. The algo could identify that this might crash and it got out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. that would have been hard to like pick up on with the human eye, probably. Yeah, absolutely. You have to be at the right exchange at the right time, looking at it, putting in the sell or limit orders. I mean. Yeah. It's not even a job that I want to have nah, it's on, too on that on that scale. If yeah. I'm looking at it, and even in in, a, in forex, high frequency trading is so common on small tiny adjustments with max leverage. That's where people make a lot of their money. Yeah. So even that game, I'm like, eh, that doesn't really excite me. I've tried forex trading algos. I got wrecked. Yeah, <laughs> some of them work for a while, but then there's always some unpredictable thing that's Black not Swan. built into the AI that just wipes out your whole account. You yeah. know what I mean? Absolutely. That's the double-edged sword of leverage. So yeah. we don't use leverage on our trading algos, but leverage is, is could be good. It could be bad. It just depends yeah. on what side you're on. It's good until it's not, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, what kind of gains have you been seeing with the crypto auto trader? Yeah. So our, our trading algorithm so far year to date has done about 142%. Damn. And that's secured profits. So that's crazy. So it, it, it changes every single month, basically, on what's happening in the crypto market. Um, but last year during a, a bear cycle, did 143% secured wow. profits year before in a bull cycle did about 202. Dude, so that's amazing. We've had this thing for about four years now and um, we've been working on the fund for about two years. And then I, we feel that it's the best time right now to go to market with it. We built a whole sick port, uh, uh, dashboard and mm -hmm. web app for people to actually sync it up. And what's really cool is that we don't actually take custody of the funds. That's cool. And that's a big, 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 big thing yeah. because you sync it up to your exchange. There's no software you got to download. It's like seven clicks to get it set up. And, you know, we built that and I built that coming from the marketing background. How do I make this as simple as possible and dummy proof mm -hmm. so people can set it up and forget it? Sign me up, dude. That's 10, 15% a month. Passive. Yeah, we'll get you an account. Yeah, passive income. What's the minimum you, you require from investors? So for our fund, that's different because okay. we take from accredited investors. Uh, we help, you know, take their portfolios and actually allocate it. So because of our allocations, our minimums are at least 100 grand mm -hmm. um, for accredited investors and up. Um, for the actual algo, if someone's just licensing it from us, there's a licensing fee. But you can put in 10 grand, you can put in 100 grand, you can even put in a million dollars on that wow. account if you wanted to. Um, and so as long as the exchange that, you know, you want to work with is supported through the program, mm -hmm. then you're fine. And what pairs is it trading? Bitcoin and USDT or any other stable coin that you want, either USDC, BUSD, um, and USDT. Those are the Oh, three. so just Bitcoin? Yep. So wow. It, yeah. So m most volume is going into Bitcoin anyways. Yeah, right? yeah. It goes into Bitcoin, then it trickles down to all the other things. So if it goes into Bitcoin, let's just focus there. Mm. Facts, yeah. What's the daily volume on Bitcoin right now? Uh, I don't know. Off the top it's of my head. Be, yeah, it's got to be insane. Yeah. Because I know the daily volume on gold when we were doing Forex was, I believe, in the billions. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with with the institutions coming in, we're going to see numbers in Bitcoin that we haven't seen prior. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. And that's going to come out around January 10th or so. Yeah. What's your opinion on Bitcoin mining? Uh, I like it. I like Bitcoin mining um, for two reasons. One, if you're investing into it, uh, you can get the depreciation, the write-offs of it, right? Yeah. So that's one side. 
Um, and then second, if you have a longer term outlook on it, depending on who you're working with or if you're doing it yourself, um, that ROI is typically between two and a half to three years. Mm. So if you look at it compared to you know other investments, maybe like real estate and stuff like that, um, it's just in a, a completely different ecosystem. It's pretty comparable. Yeah, it's definitely quicker. Real estate's more just like preserving wealth, in my opinion. Yeah, it's absolutely. tough to like make money quick unless you're Cardone with like a huge fund or something. Yeah, absolutely. If you if you're if you're uh, attempting just to gather a bunch of real estate assets, then you have to go the fund route. You have to go raise money and just bring all those assets under yeah. management. Um, if you're doing the crypto route, I mean, you can do the small stuff or you can do Bitcoin and have more of a long term outlook. Yeah. So how much are you trying to raise with the fund? So our target right now is in over between fifty to hundred million. Wow. Um, we do have some soft commitments already, and so when this is live, we'll see where we're at. That's awesome. And will that impact the return percentages-wise because you're trading a lot more volume? Yeah. So whenever you have more to deploy, that's a, that's a really good question because when you have more to deploy, you have to see the exchange volumes that are occurring mm. where you're placing that capital. So we have some institutional accounts with some of the you know exchanges, domestic and overseas. And so we follow where the liquidity lies right. um, for the manual trades and stuff like that. We know for our algorithm and where that's trading. We know the institutional account. We already have the connections there. So we're going to be pretty solid there. That makes sense. 